That's right, Aaron. CNN can now make a projection in a marquee race this evening. CNN is projecting that Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir, a Democrat, has been reelected. This is a very significant win for Democrats. Bashir, who ran as a defender of abortion rights in a largely Republican Commonwealth, Kentucky, is defeating Republican Attorney General Daniel Cameron. Again, incumbent Democrat Andy Bashir has won a second term as governor in ruby red, Kentucky. Let's go to Eva McKend now, who's in Louisville at, uh, at, uh, at Bashir headquarters. Uh, Eva McKend, I have to say, um, not only are we calling it for uh, Bashir, it's not even 9 p.m. yet. Uh, big, big win for the incumbent Democratic governor in red, Kentucky. Yes, Jake, it is a significant victory for Governor Bashir. And, you know, as I've been speaking to Democrats, they were hopeful, but they did not think that it would be called uh, this early. They say that it's really a testament to the strategy that the governor employed. He's well-known, well-liked in this state, but he often emphasized um, the, uh, an inclusive strategy of reaching out in the final uh, weeks of this campaign to voters that are often described as forgotten voters. And he was at the helm uh, during several uh, natural disasters in this state, uh, as well as the pandemic. I spoke to a woman today and she told me, you know, during the pandemic, he took care of us. By the results tonight, it seems as though voters in Kentucky have rewarded him for it, Jake. Indeed, even McCann in Louisville. Kentucky, thank you so much. And let's talk about this. Is this, it's already, uh, I'm already going to go right there. Is this a template for Democrats uh, nationwide? Uh, is the, the Bashir template, is there Josh Shapiro in Pennsylvania? Is there something here for others to follow in terms of reaching across the aisle, reaching out to working class Democrats, yeah. uh, working class in, in individuals, and on and on, on and on? Maybe the lesson here is run your own race. I mean, I think when you talk to Democrats who are uh, running, on issues and in campaigns across the country, every single one of these races is different in a certain way. And each one of these candidates has to be, uh, as both parties will say, the right fit for their state, their district, their, uh, you know, their, their geography, and also navigate these issues. I think that's what Andy Bashir did very well. He identified abortion as an issue that he was being attacked on, but that he could also go on offense on. Uh, he had uh, so, some some significant issues in his state in terms of a mass shooting that he uh, performed, I think, very well in terms of dealing with it on a national platform. And those things helped him. He's also well-liked. He happens to also have a very well-known family. All of those things help him. Playing those things to your advantage help. But you didn't see him here hugging Joe Biden, hugging national Democrats, even hugging uh, just a national narrative in his state. I don't think you're going to see a lot of that, frankly, from either party in this coming cycle, because the poll, what the polls really show us is that both parties at a national level are particularly toxic. To, yeah, to I don't. In this country. Yes, I don't. I don't know that this is transferable, uh, you know, in, in off year elections or off off year elections as this is. You sort of look for the tea leaves and what it means for the next election and. We are looking at a lot of uh, questions, and I don't know how many answers we got. In this particular case, he is such a unique character. Not only does he have the name ID, but he's, he's well-liked, which is not nothing.
in these times when people just don't like politicians. I mean, I don't know that they ever really have loved politicians, but but even more so yeah. uh, right now. And uh, and really the authenticity factor. And Abby's right. He he over that mass shooting happened. It killed a friend of his. He actually had to tell his friend's wife that his friend had been killed in that. He also oversaw yeah. flooding and the response there in the state that I think earned him um, goodwill with with voters there. One interesting part was how he chose to lean in on the, the abortion messaging. That was a national message that he took there. He painted Daniel Cameron as this extremist in that even though, you know, staying and being reelected, he's not really going to have the power to change those laws because he still does have a very Republican legislature that he's dealing with. But it is interesting seeing the different through lines and what could be potentially helpful with Democrats still leaning in on abortion on that message, even in a really red state.